means it's time for that so retrograde. Yay! Favorite time of the week. I'm so excited to be here with you, Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Oh, I'm Stephanie Sabari. And we're here doing a podcast mm-hmm. about living our best lives because mm-hmm. we grew up on Oprah. <laughs> Not on Oprah, but like on Oprah, like she was in our living rooms. Right. Well, well, I was more of a chicken soup for the teenage soul kind of gal. Yeah, so we're combining like that of living your best life a la Oprah mm-hmm. and like a essay generated <laughs> multi-volume book series. Oh yeah, chicken soup for the soul, chicken soup for the teenage soul, chicken soup for the girl's soul, chicken soup. That's basically what this show is, for I your think. your stomach ache. Yeah. Just chicken soup for All everything. the stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read Ophelia Speaks? Mm-mm. That's another good one. That's like an edgier chicken soup. Like a slutty one? Kind of. Ooh. It's um, based off of Ophelia, the Shakespearean character. Uh-huh. And it kind of just like adds context. Is Ophelia from Hamlet? Hamlet. Hamlet. See, I didn't read that one. I wasn't a fan of the plays with the kings. We we got that prompt from today's guest, who I'm very excited to yeah. have here today. Let's introduce her. Let's introduce her. Let's just have her join this haphazard yeah. conversation. Yeah, we need to bring her in. <laughs> she's um, our friend. She's an actress. She's a humanitarian. She's a fairy. She's, she's our personal spirit guide. Yeah, a beautiful she's star. A- Silver screen actress, <laughs> bona fide. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Olivia Thurlby. Yay! Yay! Thank you, guys. I'm <laughs> so happy to be here with you. Finally, <laughs> we've been talking about this for a long time. Yes. yes. And now it's happening. Yeah. When we, when the initial <laughs> when the initial uh, inspiration for this idea came, we were on a mountaintop together. And so much good inspiration it, comes and it was, from being on mountaintops together. Exactly. It? it was for the, moving, or the solstice. Moving out of summer into fall. Right. So we were, that's called the vernal. Oh, thank mm. you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. And we, we went on a little night hike, and we were up on top of the blacktop at uh, Griffith Park. And I was just thinking, what does the world need? It needs this podcast. Also, Olivia and I were walking up that same mountain kind of recently, and we saw the craziest bug of all time. Oh, yeah. The tarantula hawk, which is like... It's a tarantula wasp, isn't it? No, it's a type of wasp. Called a hawk. Called a hawk. Okay, so the tarantula hawk is this bug that, like, plants its seed in the belly of a spider... Yeah, it, it stings tarantulas exclusively and lays its eggs in the in tarantula. In its stomach. <sighs> That's... But it was a very beautiful bug. It's strikingly like flame-colored with these iridescent blue wings. What does it mean? We had a lot of theories on it. I thought what you said was so cool about how like its, its way of procreating is destruction. Mm. And that's like the perf- it's like that's perfect in nature. Yeah. And I also want to have a production company called Tarantula Hawk. I love it. There you go. Nobody take that from me, you guys. (laughs) Listeners. This is the official, non-official copyright right All 1,000 of you. Thank you for listening, by the way, new friends. New friends. Welcome all the new listeners. Do we have a bit of reader mail? Oh, yeah. Okay. So last week, we had Sandy from No Talks Life. And Very cool episode. Yeah, learned a lot. Yeah. So far. the episode was about uh, toxin-free beauty products. So one of our fans wrote us a letter, and I would like to read that today because I feel like it's just a great example of how... Yeah, we're making so a difference. Exciting, yeah, guys. it's awesome. Okay, so... I recently decided to switch to aluminum-free deodorant. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I thought it would be an easy preemptive preventative measure for me to take. 
but switching deodorants in the month of August while living in New York City has been quite trying at times. Feel you, girl. Not everyone wants to smell like I do. (laughs) I went to listen to TSR this morning and was delighted that they had touched upon this topic. The details of what aluminum and other chemicals that are found in mainstream deodorants were horrifying. And I just ordered a no-tox life brand deodorant to add to my growing collection of non-toxic products. And I ordered one for my mom, too. So happy that TSR was there for me when I needed them the most, a.k.a. during Stinky Armpit Summer 2015. So I really just am so excited for her. That warmed my heart. Brady from New York. What's up, Brady? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Good on you, girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to make the switch because there are a lot of products that don't work. I haven't made the switch yet. I'm afraid of the transitional period. She literally was gifted a deodorant that I was like salivating over. I was like, give me it. I'm running out. And Elizabeth's like, I'll try it. Hasn't even opened it yet. It's It can I'm, work for you. I know. I know. But... um. We'll get there. I'm thinking maybe fall 2015. <laughs> <laughs> like, e- like ease out of it. I'm just really concerned for the as Sandy spoke about the like the the switch period that oh, shift. You're gonna have a detoxifying. Yeah, there's a detoxifying period that we'll be here for you, even though you smell. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'll talk to you on the phone and I'll Skype you and. Um, <laughs> All stuff that doesn't involve us hanging out. All right, perfect. Yeah. Elizabeth, I would rather have you stinky uh-huh. than have you full of chemicals. Friendship. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate You're a better I'll friend take than it. me. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll inhale it. I'll breathe deeply. <laughs> so to that tip, Stephanie, we have not touched upon your blonde ambition makeover. What? Look at Look at this hair color. Oh, you guys don't know. They don't know yet. The, the, the listeners. listeners out there in podcast land don't know. They, they haven't seen me. <laughs> oh, so it's so beautiful. Fill all you in. Stephanie went white blonde over the deep end. <laughs> over the deep end, and it manifested into her hair. Yeah. Yay, Steph. Yeah. I'm transitioning. Oh, speaking of transitions, on a previous episode, Elizabeth went really deep into a story about how she was thrilled that she was finally able to find a perfect pair of vintage shorts after like that struggle is real by the way it's so real I and have the, not found that and it's so disgusting the process like to try on <laughs> copious amounts of denim vintage shorts is literally just horrific it's like a yeast infection waiting to happen <sighs> it's horrid it's UTI but central over there nothing is more <laughs> at wasteland they just give you difluca after <laughs> you leave handing it up like, you're gonna need this here's some cranberry they pills. have a <laughs> but it's yes. really a rewarding yeah. – the payoff is highly rewarding. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. I did get another pair of shorts. <laughs> Repurposed denim, which is so fucking cool. Denim. There's a place right by your house in L.A. Foxhole? Yes. yes. I love that place. So yes. So Foxhole. Right next to Muddy Paw. Yes. yes. Which we're going to talk about. Silver Lake. <laughs> yes. So um, this chick Fox who owns it, she's like a master denim repurposer. So I went to her with a bunch of old denim. Instead of buying new stuff, I was like, all right, I'll invest in having the stuff I'm not wearing reworked, so I'll wear them. That was one of my, you know, we're trying to, like, pare down the wardrobe for summer and for life. So went to her, and I had this really, really baggy pair of jeans, shorts, just kind of redone. They're still really big on me, the most comfortable things in the entire world, and I never want to take them they off. They look good on They them. do. <laughs> They're like sexy 902 bag, 90210 baggy. When someone is comfortable and feels good in what they're wearing, they mm-hmm. look hot. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Very true. I saw a girl the other day, she walked into a party that I was at, and she had like a really tiny jumper on. Her body was fine. She looked good. She was in shape, but 
she was pulling down on the shorts and she was like kind of hunching and like covering herself and I I felt that exact thing I was just like you don't look comfortable and therefore even though you have a beautiful body it's not appealing because you're just like Right. You're uncomfortable. So it's like, well, turn the jumper that. into pants and well, get into it. Like, nobody needs <laughs> to see your ass to think that you're to beautiful. To that, with the, with the revelation that came with these baggy jean shorts, is like, wow, my vagina can breathe. This is crazy. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> this is a real thing. Yeah. I one time had a, I don't know, I guess you could call it an, an audience with a shamanic healer. And okay. he was a tantric shaman. Okay. And he gave a whole lecture about how skinny jeans restrict the flow of the vag. And the flow of the vag doesn't just mean, you know, period flow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing. Energy flow. In the woman, according to this guy, you know, this is not my teaching, but this is what he was teaching, mm-hmm. is that um, that area of a woman's body is her positive pole. And the energy. I agree with that. That is coming out of her. Maybe it was her negative pole. Now I forget. It's a pole. Whatever it's a pole. it is, it's the opposite in men. Okay. Um, so that's why when you know men and right. women come together, it's positive negative. Not to say there's anything better about man and woman connection than woman and woman connection. The poles of your body have a very specific flow of energy, mm-hmm. and if you're wearing clothing that is you know gripping your sensitive bits, that it's actually restricting the flow of energy in your body, which I thought was really interesting. And the same guy was also talking about how every part of your body is completely interconnected. Mm-hmm. So even something as little as plucking an eyebrow hair has an effect wow. on your entire field. Olivia, you have so much knowledge. Uh, we here, summer 2015, that's the retrograde, are very much on the non-toxic beauty boat right now. I mean, I've been raiding your cabinets for years. And we know you're an, basically a bona fide expert in the field. Totally. So do you have any recommendations for us and our listeners? I'm going to talk about my two favorite natural brands. Cool. The first one is called Dr. Alkaitis, Mm -hmm. which is spelled A-L-K-A-I-T-I-S. Okay. Oh, you've given me some of that stuff. Yeah, it's a wonderful little brand. They make a whole line of products. My favorite include the oil. Um, They have a nourishing organic body oil. I think that all of their products are organic, mostly raw, and wild-crafted whenever possible. Um, they're also edible. So Important. So the idea is don't, if you can't eat it, don't put it on your skin. Mm. Um, their oil is amazing. Their day cream is amazing. Their toner is amazing. That stuff you gave me for razor burn? Oh. That's the soothing gel. That is very good stuff. It is very good stuff. It all smells so good, too. Because I constantly get razor burn on my uh, bikini line and also armpits because I haven't lasered like all you... What kind of razor are you using? Modern gals out there. <laughs> um, you know, just the kind that I steal from SoulCycle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's karma. But they're I'm free. Kidding. I'm not, I'm not I'm technically kidding. stealing them. They're You're giving them to me. bringing them home with you. I really yeah. think the kind of razor and shaving cream you use makes a big difference. That's definitely true. I use hair conditioner for my shaving cream. Really? Yeah. And does that work for you? Totally. I just use, like, store brand conditioner because it's cheaper than shaving cream. I love the, the lather of the shaving cream. It's like it, it's something exciting about it. And when you shave it off your leg? Elbow Organics makes a great shaving cream. Totally with you. It's so good. Oh, interesting. I also like Avalon. 
organics. They make yeah, a great maybe shaving it's cream. And kiss my face. Let's mm, not forget kiss my face. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, but I also want to talk about Simply Divine Botanicals, okay. which is a, such a special line of stuff. And I use their deodorant. Mm. Okay. Coming full circle, you guys started off talking about deodorant. Mm-hmm. And I swear by this stuff. Okay. It's very inexpensive. It's $11 a bottle. You can get it in a number of scents or unscented, to which you can add your own essential oil if you wish. Ooh, Elizabeth Ooh. loves doing that. <laughs> One of the things that I love about Simply Divine Botanicals is for the true hippie in me, mm-hmm. the crystal farmer, if you will, <laughs> all of their products are energized by Reiki and actually contain as an ingredient unconditional love and kindness. Yes! So, to add to that, I'm telling you, their deodorant, which is called Crystal Alley deodorant, is incredible. It works so well. Are you a stinker like me? Um, No, there's no way. There's no way. (laughs) Excuse me. Pardon I mean, me, I'm talking to my friend Olivia right now. a little bit right now. I smell... <laughs> Let me smell you. ...in my right armpit. Oh, my God! Mine's my left. <laughs> we, just had, we just were talking about this on the last show. I'm a right, I'm a right armpitter as well. Are you a... Right-hand fist bump. Are you a left-handed person? Uh-huh. Do you write with your left hand? Uh-huh. And you smell on your... Yeah. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I'd be very interested in doing an informal study on this. Whoever wants to join our armpit smelling study... Let us know if you're lefty or righty and um, uh, submit your stinkier armpit results. I'm also <laughs> curious if it relates at all to breast size. You know how like most huh. people have one breast that mm-hmm. is larger than the other? Yeah, I definitely I'm just wondering that. this. I don't even know about Mine it on is myself. Right. But Mine is on the right is slightly fuller. Mine are perfectly even. Oh, <laughs> poor Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it has nothing to do with how disgusting my left armpit smells. Mine are definitely not, but at the moment I'm not sure which is. It, I'm just I looking like at this one. I feel like the right one's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Okay, well. And I, I went through puberty on the right hand, right underarm, before I went through the, on the left. Did that happen really? to you, or was it more synced up? I don't remember. I don't mine. remember. I don't remember. Has any, have you either of you ladies ever grown out your armpit hair? Recently, I went for like a month. Oh yeah, but it never got to that like weird poof state, like long and curly. <laughs> yeah, I grew it out for that play that I was talking oh, yeah? about, where I had the dreads, and it was a pretty interesting experience. How long did actually. it take? You know, it it was still growing when I shaved it off, but after three months, it was pretty like full. a tuft. I mean, it was full, you mm. know. It didn't necessarily look like it had ever been shaved. Do you think that you smelled I, more or less? I don't know. I was really, like, pure during that time <laughs> in my life, so. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, like, doing a lot of Ashtanga yoga and eating really healthily. Mm-hmm. And that isn't really <laughs> true right now. <laughs> But it's I love a cycle. That. You a, can't hold yourself too accountable all the time. That's true. And I think it, that's completely part of this path that we're all on as human beings. It's we're we're testing things. We're we're getting on regimens that work for us and seeing what does and what doesn't work and adapting those. We were rituals. talking about yesterday, like when you're too rigid with what you think that you need in terms of like taking care of yourself, it almost becomes a negative thing where you like. You're like, okay, I need to meditate. I need to do this. And I need to do this. And then that that thing becomes 
the problem. Mm. So you need to like let yourself ebb and flow with like when you're working out, when you're not, you know, and have a few things that you might do all the time. Like I'm sure you have, we can transition into that conversation actually. Like if you have a few things that you know, no matter where you are, no matter what part of your life you're in, if you're working out more or whatever, like there's maybe a couple things that you always do to like, like just self-care things or practices. Yeah, I mean, I I think that what I'm coming to learn more and more in my life is that anything can be a ritual. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what kind of awareness you bring to it. Mm. And for me, the current practice is just being willing to be myself, to be as I am every single day. Mm. And that is hard enough. And every time that I get after myself about not working out enough or not meditating as regularly as I think I should be in order to be a spiritual person Mm -hmm. or, you know, not whatever, volunteering enough or whatever benchmarks we hold for ourselves by which we would be able to tell that we were, you know, quote unquote, doing a good job Mm -hmm. in life. And as soon as you start having those negative thoughts about yourself, I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough or... You know, if anybody really knew how I was spending my time, then they would judge me. All of those things, you kind of make an agreement with those things, and you start to identify as that, and that doesn't actually help you out. Mm -hmm. And if you are willing to just try to be what you are in every single moment, it doesn't matter whether you're making coffee or answering emails or meditating or going on a spiritual retreat or driving in traffic all of those things are can be exactly the same mm-hmm. I love that yeah but you're letting yourself it's really off hard your hook to, to your just own experience yourself yeah it's really hard to just say you know I'm willing to be myself today you'll find you have you come up against so many things that are that you've been programmed to try to undermine yourself. So the practice for me right now is just to be, Mm. not to try really hard or regiment myself into some kind of routine. I find that when I feel ungrounded, I can tell. And if I just take a moment to say, okay, I feel ungrounded right now, what can I do? You can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're pooping. Petting your cat. Just some examples for Just my some life. examples. <laughs> she drives, she poops. She's an animal owner. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, although I can't say I own my cat. I mean, he owns right. himself. Of course. He, of he, course. he owns you more. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's about it. But, you know, ritual is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And it can be so many different things. Um, but, you know, you don't have to... We don't have to be doing a certain kind of ritual in order to be doing a good job. It's so important to remind ourselves. Yeah. Just take care of yourself and love yourself. Yeah. And you're doing a great job. Just thank you, Olivia. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) We just we just have like a bonus content for our listeners that they can download that's just Olivia saying, You're doing great. (laughs) You guys are doing great. I'm just crying one single tear. Can I say something else about ritual? Yeah, yeah please. I feel like I, like this is the crux of what I was trying to say. Okay, and yeah. Like it never came out. Sure. Is I really am enchanted by the idea of being able to see the divine in everything. And to me, 
that's an awesome ritual and one that can be engaged in constantly. Mm. So then you can kind of ritualize your whole experience of being, which is really fun. And of course, you have to be able to see the divine in yourself before you can see the divine in anything else. And I'm not saying that I am good at doing that. But but let me <laughs> it's ask a, you something powerful. <laughs> something to powerful to try to think be about. Toward. So for someone who's listening who might not understand that kind of language, how would you practically say like, okay, I'm driving down the street and I'm frustrated in traffic or whatever? Like where practically apply that link thought process? Into, yeah, exactly. Um, let's say you're driving down the street and someone who is a terrible driver cuts you off in a really dangerous way mm-hmm. and it makes you angry. Mm-hmm. You could take a step back and just say, I recognize myself in this person. Mm-hmm. I recognize the divine in this person. I recognize the divine in their car. I recognize <laughs> the divine in my car, in the road, in the street, and all the drivers who I see around me and everyone they know, period. And just see if just saying something kind of silly and simple like that doesn't shift the energy of the situation that you're in. And Absolutely. shift the energy of the entire environment that you're in. Because then that person becomes not separate from you and you understand that they're going through something that you, if you're not going through it right then and there, you have been going through. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just starting to acknowledge that any form of separateness is actually an illusion, even though it's pretty impossible to see yourself in the person who's acting out or the person who's angry or violent. But there's really, there's no distinction on some level, Mm -hmm. one that we're not really aware of all the time, but I believe in that. I love that. Yeah, that's the namaste. Exactly. (laughs) Namaste, bitches. (laughs) Do you know what it's time for? What time is it, Elizabeth? It's time. time? It's time for Roses and Thorns. Oh, I'm Gaia. (laughs) (laughs) So Roses and Thorns is this game I used to play at summer camp where you would just reflect on your day, the high and the low. (laughs) Stephanie thinks it's ridiculous. No, I don't think it's ridiculous. What I think is funny, which I always comment on, is that Elizabeth, it's one of those things where, like, it's totally based on where she grew up in the camp that she went to. It's not, like, everywhere. What's up, Camp Tanuga? Like, we went to the same camp, and we did not play Roses and Thorns. Actually, true story, Stephanie and I met at summer camp. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm a huge proponent Aww. of summer camp. I wish we could go back. I don't. <laughs> so happy. That I, I love that. I just like spent my whole time in the circus trying to have sex with people from Australia who were 25 and I was 15. Right. Yeah. I go for you. I was like, I don't understand why you won't fuck me. And I like had braces and glasses and wore so much weird makeup and they were like, sweetie. <laughs> I remember you wearing a lot of like those um, Adidas sandals with like the, where like the part that your foot steps on is all spiky. Yep. Oh, the sh- like that. the like shower you, shoes. Those and basketball shorts is how I remember yes. the stuff of latter day. And comfy shorts. I used to do. You're right on top of it. I wore boxer shorts <laughs> everywhere. Yes, Joe Boxer. Yeah, I was only wearing boxers, and I used to have a weird makeup ritual, which. This was, I was very experimental with makeup as a kid. Okay, so I used to take MAC, you know, like the good chalky MAC eyeliner, Mm -hmm. and I would put one thick white line on my eye, and then I would take the purple and put a thick purple line above the white line. Yeah, you were doing it. Let's keep, let's revive that. Bring that that back. I want that for you. It was really Mm -hmm. intense. My rose. What's your rose, Steph? Straight out of Compton. 
Oh yeah, is it good? Great I saw flick. A billboard on the way here that said straight out of condoms.org and I was confused. <laughs> different different thing. That's okay. the HIV campaign. <laughs> film was yeah. great. I think it just like delivered on all counts in terms of just like being entertaining. Like people there's obviously a lot, with anything that gets that much attention, there's always gonna be backlash and like continuity and like why aren't they talking about like all the women that Dr. Dre beat up or like whatever the case may be. Details. Right. But um it was just so entertaining, and after I've been disappointed in a few movies that I've seen as of late, I'm not going to put those on blast, but um, <clears throat> train, wreck. train wreck. What I think is more important than what they left out is what they included, and I think the film did a really good job of showing that this group of young men came together on what they on what they were experiencing and what they needed to express and made the world see something that they hadn't seen before in music mm. and in art. And, like, there was a huge backlash to it because the dominant culture was saying, you're glorifying violent behavior. And in the movie, they say, which I think is documented in history, like, we're not glorifying it. Our art is a reflection of our life. And this is just a much as much a part of our culture as anything that you see that's digestible to you. And it was also so relevant today because in the 90s, in the riots, police brutality was such a prevalent what issue. What it is mm. in and a was, way still today. And it was a great kind of through line throughout the movie is showing those historical events throughout and that are so it's still going on. prevalent in right now in what we're experiencing today. Yeah. They were way more widely accepted, I think, than they were denied. Because the people that they were touching, it was undeniable. It resonated. Mm. It was a great movie. The fact that was it was rooted in truth makes it that much better. Like, it doesn't matter. It just kind of delivered on all levels. It was like a solid summer movie. Okay, so that's my rose, and I think <laughs> okay. everyone should see it. And What's also... your thorn? Well, we'll do roses first. Oh, okay. Yeah. All roses like, yeah. first. Um, yeah. Not worst for first this time. Okay. What do you have? Um, Being here on the podcast. Being here on the podcast <laughs> is my rose. I've been so excited for this for so long. Are we long. delivering? Are you having fun? You guys, I'm having so fun. I wish I could just talk <laughs> forever and ever, although I don't know if people want to listen to that. But I feel well, like we would really uh, get into some nitty gritty. You know how I feel forever. about your speaking voice. Well, I just you. want you to like narrate every book ever so I just can listen to your voice. Um, but I'll, I'll take a second to talk about this coffee beverage Perfect. that I'm drinking, which is technically homemade. Mm-hmm. But I fully stole the idea from Muddy Paw Coffee, which is right next door to Foxhole. And, and some of their proceeds go to dog adoption. Exactly. Like Animal that. rescue. Very cute. Yeah. And they have a number of really magical creative concoctions in there involving coffee and tea. Mm-hmm. But this particular one is cold brew coffee with a bunch of coconut water mm. and whatever milk of your choice of any. For me, it's half and half because <laughs> I like milk of the cow. She drinks dairy, guys. You guys, right now I'm throwing up in my mouth. <laughs> I'm actually just super jealous that you can just get away with that. I can, and I'm very lucky. And I thank all the cows whose milk I'm drinking. Thank you, cows. Thanks, cows. Um, so I stole this idea from them, and it's incredibly delicious. And there's something on a hot day. Uh, the coconut cuts the acidity of the coffee, and, and it is very digestible. Mm-hmm. I think. And hydrate it rehydrates in terms of what the coconut, or I'm sorry, the coffee takes away. Mm-hmm. So I've had a lot of coffee today, though. Which good is, on I you. I'm like sweating. Let me smell <laughs> your armpit. Don't. Let me smell no. it. No. Let me smell it. 
She's doing is that it. right or left? That's right, and it smells totally fine. Crystal Alley, Crystal Alley, yeah, Crystal Alley, Divine Botanicals, <laughs> Lavender. Okay, so really quick, my rose is um, I have I'm elevating my internet K hole as we've mentioned ad nauseum on this podcast. After this, I think we should just close it. Is your talking about Etsy? My talking about my poop. Yeah. Are we hanging like that just up? talking what about just happened? Too, there's too much Etsy <laughs> Two things that we talk about too much are Etsy and my bowels. Yeah. So we're trying to like close it up. So in closing <laughs> it up, we just keep talking about it. You know what I mean? I don't support motion to close. <laughs> <laughs> the motion denied. <laughs> okay. All right. So with Etsy <laughs> being hilarious. a time suck of my life on the internet, <laughs> I have now pivoted into Thanks to Stephanie's boyfriend who set up an account for me and taught me how to use it. Yeah. Reddit. Okay. AKA the front page of the internet. Some things that I have learned on Reddit thus far. I'm very into these subreddits and also the jargon that goes along with it. You're cooler than me now so officially. Well. And it's, it was, it's quite frankly very annoying. It was bound to happen, Stephanie. My boyfriend teaches you about Reddit. I'm left in the dust and you're all subredditing and shit. I know, right? So TIL, do you know what that means? No. Today I learned. Great. Great. Today I didn't learn what TIL meant. T-I-F-U. Today I fucked up. Oh, shit. I also really enjoyed the shower thoughts subreddit. So it's just like funny little thoughts that one thinks of in the shower. Because that's kind of the only time we don't have technology with us. Mm -hmm. Also, a really great find. I came across this Diana conspiracy documentary. Princess Diana? Yes. Okay. That was banned in the UK by the queen. And it's on YouTube. So you know, you really don't hear that every day. I know, right? It was banned by the Queen. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you, Reddit. Thank you, Mike Castle, for really developing my internet love more and educating me. At Magic Mike Castle. Thank you. Reddit connoisseur. Can we talk about Yes, of course. Yeah. It's not a huge deal, but this time of the year, my house is made of ants. Like, is oh, made of ants. Yeah. They come out of the walls, it's and like, they scour the kitchen, which is incredibly clean, but it doesn't stop them from... What do you do about something like that? I, I've used boric acid in the past. It's pretty a pretty natural remedy. Mm. Mix it with some tuna fish and put it in soda cans so that my cat can't eat it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done that this year. It's just, it's intense with the ants. Because you don't want to use some sort so, of like crazy spray. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any. You know, it's it's not like a deep thorn. It's like mm-hmm. a very blunt thorn. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get, I get the fruit me. flies in my kitchen, and no matter if I have even one glass with a tiny bit of water in it, really, the bugs come. Oh, for fruit flies, I have a great remedy for that. Apple cider vinegar. You put that in a in a low jar, yeah, small jar. And they fly into cover it. Cover that with saran wrap, put a rubber band over that and poke the tiniest little holes but in then it. Then you have a jar with dead bugs in your kitchen. Yeah, but it catches them. Okay. Just a thought. But the ants, they're just reclaiming the land. <laughs> they're reclaiming my house. They're like, we need it back. Well, what a show. Yeah, this was really fun. I wish we could go on forever. So yeah. Much fun. This is Thank amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You're magical. Come back you guys anytime. Are magical. I see the divine in you. We see the divine in you. We see the divine in you. And we see the divine in our listeners. Olivia, where can they check you out on uh, the internet? Yeah, I have, I have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's at Miss Thurlby. And a Twitter. And I have a Twitter, which mm-hmm. is the same, at Miss mm-hmm. Thurlby. Cool. And um, 
I see the divine in you. All <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Everybody. For listening. Awesome. Namaste, guys. Namaste. Thanks for listening. You can check us out on thatsoretrograde.com and at so retrograde. Until the next time, I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sambari. Bye. 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 <laughs>